Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Matt. And we are Growing, Growing Into, Into Love. Love. Today we are talking about our podcast title, Growing Into Love. How we choose to grow instead of fall into love. Why this is so important to bear in mind within a relationship and how powerful a word change can be. Growing into love. So this was the inspiration for the title of our podcast. After we talked about this really early on in our relationship, and this was something that you introduced me to, Matt, and obviously with the kind of research brain I have, once you introduce me to these things or these ideas, I really want to kind of get in there and find out what all this means. Um, now, I'm a really big word person, so changings of words and phrases is really interesting for me. So when you brought up this idea of us growing into love rather than falling, I decided to look it up and see what the dictionary definition was. So I'd just like to share this with the listeners. So for falling, it means moving from a higher to a lower level, typically rapidly and without control. So other words that are associated with falling are decreasing, dropping, descending and lower. So when I found that out, I was like, oh, like that actually doesn't sound that nice. This is, these seem like more negative words and love should be more invigorating and uplifting. So let me see what Matt's saying about this growing into love and let me find out what the, de- the dictionary definition for growing is. Completely the opposite. So undergrowing natural development by increasing in size and changing physically. So other words associated with growing are increasing, becoming greater, development, gradual increase and progress. So once I looked up these definitions, I was sold. So like I say, this was something that Matt introduced me to early on in our relationship and has been a really big fundamental part of our growth together and um, the direction that we've gone within our relationship. So Matt, do you want to kind of share with the listeners where this growth into love came to for you and and where you heard about it? Yeah, um, thank you. It actually originally started from a philosopher by the name of Alan Watts. Um, He talked, it was was right around the time when I was two years ago when I really started looking into love on, uh, huh, maybe I should get into this thing again, you know, after being... uh, single for about seven years that's where my mind started shifting into opening up my mind and my heart um, in multiple different ways Um, and one of them was opening up my heart to love and I came across a YouTube video that talked about growing into love or um, the fall Alan Mm. Watts talked about the fall and it actually I, I believe it gave a cartoon of someone falling and this this idea of like what happened to me when I fell into love and then it made me reflect on me and obviously I went and had a float on this and started rethinking of it and uh, it made me think about like why do I fall and like what happened like I just I actually fell like I, I feel like a part of me fell and I don't feel that that's the way I have to love I, I, I felt like especially with what I'm learning about we create our own reality and we choose what we do with our life and how we live it well I said if that's the case then I don't want to fall into love like it's not fun like oh they it was so nice they just fell into love it's like 
Yeah, but that fall, I, I imagine like falling, like free falling, if you've ever skydived, if anyone's listening, skydive, but that's how I f- felt the feeling. It's like you're just free falling with no control. But that's not my ideal. That's not the way I want to, I, I just, something, t- unless I uh, pre-program it, like for example, like doing a psychedelic, I feel like that's a bit of a free fall or choosing to jump in out of a airplane, like, this is a part of the fall that I want to have, but I'm choosing that fall. But with love, like, I don't want to fall. I don't want to just lose myself. And I felt that with my first relationship that I just totally, totally lost who I was and had no idea, and that was due to the fall. So in that contemplation of the fall, I managed to think of it in terms of growing. And instead of just, like, opening myself up which often I see people do but I also see a trend that happens too with this is that humans are so quick to open themselves up but they also don't know who they are they don't have an idea of who they are so then they also just open everything up and then if imagine this like think about two humans coming together opening themselves up and then they don't know thyself and I think this is a constant discovery but like if you've done certain goals and journaling you can get yourself to a point where you have a deeper understanding of what you like and don't like um, and that takes time I think that's always a constant that we're working on but if you haven't done the, this internal work and you just open yourself up to falling into love uh, you're going to walk into a lot of challenges I think and I think that regardless of uh, whatever challenge you come across, it's it's going to have its own lessons. But I figured, why don't I do the work first on myself? And then when I get into a relationship, why don't I learn to grow and take it like a step at a time as opposed to jumping off a cliff and just falling and saying like, I love you. You know, where it's like, I love you each day, like a step. I love you each day, a step, each day, a step. And just taking one foot in front of the other and looking at anything, any situation as growth. So that mantra allows us when we face our communication challenges or situation challenges that we're able to be there in a more grounded space of love as opposed to this like, extreme hot to extreme cold kind of love um and i i think that this comes down to what it is you want so for me seeing those very roller coaster relationships which i was raised on one made me not want to have that at all but i was like you know i did i did i knew people loved i did know but there's not it wasn't too many relationships that I, I've come across that I wanted to replicate. So that's why the single life just seemed so delicious for me. Because it's like, it's like the, the paradigms at which I was at at that moment was either like a roller coaster love or single. And like at least single I can navigate, but yeah, it's gonna come with loneliness, but at least I don't have to deal with that up and down. And so, with meeting you, we've hadn't had to go like that. We've just taken one step in front of the other, and then when we meet those challenges, uh, I call them growing pains. You know, we're just entering the next level of our relationship. 
Yeah, and I think it's interesting that you use the analogy of kind of jumping out of a plane because some listeners might think, yeah, but that's fun, it's exhilarating, it's exciting to jump out of a plane. And it's like, yeah, it is, but think about how quickly that's over as well. And if if we look at relationships like falling, it's like you fall in quick and you fall out quick. So if it's a, a sustained relationship that you want in, then this falling is a very quick episode that's that you get really quickly and then it leaves you instantly so it's more like an infatuation and like you say that's where this roller coaster comes in because it is this constant kind of falling um it's interesting what you said about how in your previous really relationship you felt like you fell because I didn't I had the opposite I felt like I really grew in my relationship the the point at which I think we came apart was because I continued to grow and my partner at the time the time stopped growing, um, so we just kind of grew in different di- directions. So I think that's also something to bear in mind as well that like within the relationship you nurture it and you grow together and you have a similar goal and a, a, a similar like outlook on where you're going in the future because then you can really nurture each other to to keep growing in the same direction. Whereas if you're growing in opposite directions, that's where you can kind of find this this breaking apart. And I was reflecting on this about, I remember as a, as a kid, my dad used to write in my mum's cards on like birthdays and Christmases, like, um, I love you today more than yesterday, but not as much as tomorrow. And I used to be like, dad, that's not very nice. Like you don't love her as much as you love her tomorrow. Like that's not a nice thing to say. But looking back on that now, he's basically saying, like, every day I'm going to love you more because my love's growing every day. And how much nicer is that to know that every day you're stepping more into love, you're growing more together than actually falling and this kind of disconnect and lack of control within the relationship. So I've really felt it with us. And what I've found with us as well is from day one, it's really been that one step in front of another And once you kind of introduced me to this idea, I've really seen these moments, these challenges, how they've really strengthened us. And I think that's really what growing in love is. It's about going through these, as you call them, like growing pains. And it's about experiencing these things together because that really solidifies the bond. Whereas if it's just kind of this superficial, like, I'm really attracted to you and that's all we're going on and the sex is great and it's all kind of like on this level, this is more of the infatuation. But if you think about friendships, like friendships grow. And the reason that they grow is, is because of the time that you invest in each other, the memories that you share, the experiences you go through. And I really feel like we've got that. Like I feel you're, you're my best friend, you know, and we experience life together, but every day we're growing and we're helping each other grow as well. And for me more recently, what I found is that it's more of like an un- unconditional love towards you now because it's it doesn't matter what you look like, what you say, what you do, you know, w- within the frame of who you are. Like, I, I, I love you from like a grounded place, from a, a really like solid place, not just for the things you do and the things you say. Yeah, thank you. That's nice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a constant process. Um, I think for me... I really want to approach life as a flower blossoming and just allowing the petal to open one day at a time. Um, This is a contemplation that I had this morning before I woke up, which was really nice, is that how everything is just in a cycle. Like, wow, I I just go to sleep and I just wake up and the sun's up and I just 
But like, I never question like, what happens if there was a day where the sun didn't come up? Mm-hmm. But we just don't. There's not. It just hasn't happened. It's, I mean, there is places in the world where the sun doesn't come up for periods of time, but that's tracked. That's a cycle. Um, so knowing that, how can you take these universal understandings and, and apply it to your daily life? That's at least what I try to do. So with that, knowing that um, this is go- also love's going to be in its cycle as well. There's going to be times where there's more passion and there's going to be times where there's more challenges. There's going to be times where there's celebrations. There's going to be times where there's losses, you know, but knowing that everything's going to lead to the other thing, so to speak. And within my life and within our relationship, I want to think of it as like a flower blossoming, just one petal at a time, but with no destination point, you know, no, no, no need for the flower to blossom really fast. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, again, I think that that, that need for that kind of love is just comes from discomfort of self within one or another and that that needed to play i think like if 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 you could listen or if the listeners are listening or even you right now just feel where that is coming from like if you could if you don't have it within you try to feel where it would come from if someone has that need that need to love uh, like can you feel that in your chest where that comes from and it's like it just comes from discomfort it comes from lack of city with self so this is again the ego attaching itself to someone else or something else or the relationship and again that i for myself i really don't want to be in that space myself i i really i really like being in um control unless i again like i said uh plan the uncontrol you know um but within that it's like you you you're never going to be in control because life's constantly changing but that's kind of something there's a constant that i know so then i become content with that yeah and like within the relationship it's like as as you as we said at the beginning this this growing is about change so it's about how you change in the relationship how you change as times move on um and a, a really big one is that it's a decision it's a conscious choice you know we're choosing every day we're choosing each other and we're choosing to grow um so by by just bringing this awareness into the relationship it really brings like a direction with where we're going with this and and kind of to enjoy every little moment it's not about like Matt said it's not about getting to a destination or a point or a, it's about enjoying the, the smaller moments in life you know it's about enjoying the time that we get to eat together it's about enjoying the time we get to go to the gym together or we ride on the bike together you know it's about these small moments because they all add up and they're all adding to our growth yeah um and Something that I heard yesterday in a podcast is that um, on the pursuit to our dream, our brain chemically gets an uh, endorphin release, which is called uh, dopamine, which is responsible for essentially one of the chemicals which is responsible for us feeling good. And so it's interesting um, through the pursuit of happiness or, or the pursuit of the goal, the actual pursuit part gives you more rewards than the actual goal. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying there is like the moments where you're sharing a meal 
or getting to be with each other, um, this is actually the reward. Mm-hmm. You get chemically, you actually get more reward out of uh, the process than you do the actual goal. So with love, that's the thing too. Is if you're falling, there, there's like this speed that starts to pick up, right? And then to to sustain that feeling, you have to go faster mm-hmm. when you're falling. So this is why these people just open themselves up without knowing themselves, and then just. Ex- like kind of a, there's like this expectation it's like we love each other like I love you so you have to love all of this and it's like yeah I do but why are you not dealing with it and you're just dumping it and again depending on the relationship that that's, that could be good there's that support there but in the place where I've observed it's like no they're just drinking that away they're not wanting to look at that and they're expecting that partner to deal with it when they don't want to deal with it themselves and then this stems from a lack of responsibility which is where the in order to feel those sensations at this it, they have to go faster and if we're looking at a so-called a drunk driver on a racetrack, the drunker he gets where, and he's got to sustain that speed, it's going to crash. That's a guarantee. And this is the way I see people going through life is that they try to speed up faster, but the faster they go, they're not becoming aware of themselves or their decisions or their actions. And they're gonna crash it's just gonna happen and crashes can be good too right they help us out they help us learn but like can is a crash worth crashing through being drunk drunk driving it's like no that that lesson didn't need to be learned in that way so to speak especially if right now you're listening to this and or you you can contemplate that it's like yeah i shouldn't drink and drive like that's just something I shouldn't do but do you have to drink and drive to learn that lesson well my dad was that yeah he did that twice and that's what he needed to do and I don't condemn him for it it's just the lesson he wanted to learn do I think that you need to go to that extent no I think there's a ton of anecdotal level there's a ton of data out there uh, that shows that drinking and driving is not great and it's not smart but if that's what you need to do to learn your lesson, then that's your path. And so I say the same thing with this love that I've seen and observed. It's like a lot of people need to go through these like cycles of toxic relationships to realize, or maybe not ever, not ever realize. But I just, I, I, I've just always gone about my life like there's got to be an answer for this if I don't know it. And that's hard to bring awareness to if you don't have that. It, like for example like me talking to you in these spaces you, you, you're just going about your being and you don't know any different mm-hmm. and me too in a lot of places of my life until I found someone or resource to show me something different yeah and I think um, as the listeners can probably hear this growing into love has been such a big thing for us so much so that that's what we named the podcast after so um something just to take away from this podcast would be just to maybe look at your current relationship or your previous relationships or what kind of cycles are you in and are you in this constant cycle of falling or are you in a cycle of growing and if you're in this falling cycle what can you take from today's podcast from some of the things that we've said to start to really nurture and grow a relationship and actually look for the longevity instead of just looking for the instant Thanks very much for tuning in and we'll be back again soon for another episode of Growing Growing Into Love. Love.